0: Welcome to another episode of We Don't Wanna. This is the podcast where we really don't wanna. In every single episode, we'll be taking a very reluctant journey through a series that one of us loves and the other, well, that's where that there reluctancy comes in. We are your hosts, I am Zach, and I am joined as always by my co-host, you may have to excuse him a couple times because he's overdosed on that you-know-poo. It's Scotty Wassa!
1: That friend George need to... <laughs> tell you, that stuff's dangerous, uh, that you know poo. I, I haven't shit in weeks. <laughs> Dude, you ever been so backed up you get bigger? I am literally getting bigger <laughs> thanks to you know poo. Wait, no, I'm just fat.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's just, you know, the lack of exercise and the yes. shit food that we eat.
1: Yeah, Definitely. Food's How good, you doing though. man? I'm doing good. I had some delicious shit food earlier today for lunch. I had uh had a delightful Culver's burger. Um, there's
0: Culver's in in Dallas?
1: There is. There's one like 3 minutes from where I work. It's pretty Oh, rad. Hell
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know you're a big fan. I I think Culver's is good. I It's not, like, top tier for me, but I think it's good.
1: I don't think you've ever actually had Culver's, is my theory. There was a Culver's down the
0: road where I lived in Colorado.
1: You would understand. I think you're thinking of Freddy's.
0: No. No, I know the difference. Culver's is blue with white cursive lettering.
1: I don't remember seeing Culver's in Colorado.
0: Ever. Okay, there's one on, uh, fuck, what road did we live off of? Um... (laughs) hundred and seconds and uh washington
1: regardless my i'm constipated (laughs) (laughs) okay good i'm glad we cleared that up (laughs) yes i'm not actually i'm doing all right uh i have had a decent week how's your week been buddy you know man it's been one week since you looked at me (laughs) god damn it
0: No, it has actually been a while since we looked at each other.
1: That's actually. I've just been true. missing you. Yeah. You literally told me so in text. Zach almost so we took a week off from recording and Zach literally almost cried. It was a fucking nightmare. He he could not handle this being Fever away from my every awesomeness. Night. Yeah, for, for more than well, I guess one week. Um since he looked at me. <laughs> God, <laughs> I can't stop thinking of that. <laughs> no,
0: uh, I'm, I'm doing good, man. I, I am uh, yeah enjoying the hell out of my weekend. It's been rad. I've got a whiskey coke in my hand. Oh yeah. Um, it's, it's
1: fun stuff. You I'm went good. and saw a, a baseball game this last week, right?
0: I did, yeah. So Amanda and I celebrated our second wedding anniversary. Wee! Aww. Can verify. And
1: I was there for the wedding. It was two years ago.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, Scott can confirm.
1: Can confirm.
0: Uh, and uh, yeah, so we went and hung out in Houston last week. And uh, yeah, we went to an Astros game. It was great. They won. It was it was a ton of fun. Saw Alvarez hit a two run home run. It was uh, it was rad. It was a good time.
1: That sounds good. Baseball games are the best. I love going to baseball games. It's so much fun.
0: Yeah, that was my first time at Minute Maid Park. It was, it was, it was cool.
1: That's cool. That's one I have not been to yet. I need to get there. Uh, Yeah, Google has been sending me these things. <coughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Hang on. Fuck. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> <sh- shut the fuck up. <laughs> See, yeah, Google on my phone recently has been sending me these like notifications of like, this day in history you took these pictures type of thing, and it's pi- it's all
0: pictures you took like it's not like on this day in history the Wright yeah, no, brothers it's, like it's
1: exactly it's not like oh uh, someone took a photograph of John F Kennedy on this day in history no it's like pictures I took, and mm. all through July it's just been baseball games like
0: does it play the Nickelback song said look at this photograph
1: <laughs> i wish it did cuz that would be great uh but no yeah it's just like oh shit i remember this baseball game in atlanta with your buddy floyd 11 years ago and i'm like hell yeah that's crazy it's it's pretty cool i've i've been to a lot of baseball games in july apparently
0: so. i mean that's that's the right time
1: it is it especially
0: is. in colorado man
1: i mean any time in colorado is a good time
0: yeah that's that's true yeah um so we are we are back, and we're talking Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure everybody already knows that, but I just feel the need to say it. <laughs> we
1: should, considering we talk about nothing nonsense for the first five minutes, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, we're we talking Harry Potter today. Uh, we're gonna
0: change it up a little bit and talk uh, Harry Potter today.
1: What? <laughs> Crazy.
0: So we are going over Harry Potter and the Half Blood. Prince,
1: Prince, chapters
0: seven? Question mark?
1: Yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) as I'm told by Scott, (laughs) (laughs) there's there's a story about this. For the first five books of this series, Zach kind of just let me run rampant and do whatever I wanted with uh, regards to what chapters I was reading for the week. Mm -hmm. But I can really tell that he likes this book. Book six is his baby. Oh yeah. Half-Blood Prunts is absolutely Zach's baby, (laughs) because he, before we started this book, Zach sent me, like, a fucking Excel spreadsheet PowerPoint presentation through email, by the way. He never fucking sends me emails. He always, we always text. But it was, like, this super nice graphic of, like, on this date, we're gonna do chapters, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't even a graphic. It was just a chart. No, no. It was an entire PowerPoint presentation. Um... I proceeded to just then immediately ignore what he week had. Week one, <laughs> week one, what he wanted me to do, uh, and I've done it again. He had me doing chapters seven, eight, and nine, three chapters for this week, and I read five. Oh. So... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I just there's 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 things happening, but I don't think there's a lot happening in these chapters. That's fair, but. I don't want that to sound like a negative. Something I've noticed specifically about this book, especially in comparison to uh, Order of the Phoenix, there is an efficiency in her writing that was just non-existent in Order of the Phoenix.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, a lot of fans will talk about how Order of the Phoenix is the longest book, and it's like, I mean, it could probably be middle length, yeah. you know, comparatively, if there was a lot of of the fat trimmed out. You there I mean, There
1: is a lot of fat, and, you know, I mean, you listened, you people probably listened, I, I guess I shouldn't say, you guys listened, you fucking know. They fucking <laughs> the people, know, dude. People probably listened to me talk about me complaining about a lot of the fat, and I don't know if that was, you know, her making a conscious decision to trim that or if she just had a better editor for this book but I I I had that has jumped out to me as noticeable and that there's there's much more efficiency in her writing which I am greatly appreciating um so yeah we're doing seven through what is it, 11 I think yeah yeah so sorry buddy so I know you have this
0: well you know so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very honest Uh uh-huh and I'm gonna put Amanda on the spot. Here. Uh-oh. Uh, love you sweetie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> love you sweetie.
0: Uh, she so as you know and I think we've said on the on the pod before, she's going to be joining us for a batch of chapters later uh-uh. in this book. And uh instead of just rereading those chapters, Amanda has now decided she just wants to read the whole series. Okay. Which, hell, yeah, cool, good. I'm, I'm happy about it. Uh, but she is starting now, basically.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so is she going to get there in time? Yeah, I, I, I think she will. I okay. think she will. Okay. Because wow. so, Jake yeah. had recently reread uh, the... Se- well, I guess I think he said specifically the back half of the series. Right. Right before we had him on, so he was pretty fresh with it, too. So I think that's cool. Um, anyway... We can jump in here. Chapter seven, um, where we last left off was their excursion to Diagon Alley, uh, where they had just witnessed Draco go into that creepy shop. I do not remember the name of it. Borgin and Burks. That's the one. And uh, do whatever he was up to that they're confused about. But uh, Harry is big worried about this, whatever Draco is up to. He's convinced that he has replaced his dad, our boy Lucius, as a Dieter, and his evidence for it is the way he jerked his arm away from the robe lady in the robe shop. And he's like, "Yeah, he's been marked with the dark mark, and he didn't, it, I don't know if he was implying like it hurt and it was tender, or he just didn't want people to see it, but that's his big evidence for Draco being a Dieter. Ron and Hermione less than convinced um Harry is pissed off that they're not freaking out about it like he is. Uh they're 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 leaving for school and uh <laughs> Fleur kisses Eddie goodbye and Ron goes up to try and get him <laughs> some sugar but Ginny trips him and he's all pissed about it and embarrassed and I thought that was rad. I'm like good on you Ginny. <laughs> um
0: dude I feel so um like I'm already just like oh shit that's right like this is where we're at and this is what we're talking about just because we took one week off
1: (laughs) you're so confused
0: (laughs) yeah I'm like oh shit because I was like yeah fuck yeah dude isn't Ginny so rad and I'm like yeah I think we've talked about that at length already
1: (laughs) a little bit a little bit yeah Hey, spoiler alert, did you know this Hermione is pretty cool? Yeah, dude, I think I've heard that. Somebody I think told I've me. heard that somewhere before. <laughs> so they get to the station, and Harry pulls our guy Arthur aside to tell him about Draco. Arthur makes a really good crack about how he's not an idiot, basically. He knew that they snuck off when they were in Diagon Alley, and um, they were up to something, and Harry's like, oh, how'd you know? And Arthur's like, I fucking raised Fred and George. Like, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? (laughs) And it's pretty good. Um, Arthur tells him that he doubts that Voldy would let a 16-year-old be a deeter, and also that they raided Lucius's house when he was caught, and they took all his dark evil wizard shit. Harry claims that they had to have missed something, um, and they're kind of interrupted, and he has to get on the train. Um... Ginny ditches Harry immediately once they get on the train, which I'm like, that's hilarious. Good for her. Harry even thinks to himself, he's like, shit, yeah, I forgot. Like, uh, Ginny actually doesn't really hang out with us when we're. Example. Yeah. <laughs> she like <laughs> waked cooler than us. <laughs> and I think that's very funny. So he ends up sitting with Luna and Neville instead. And as much as I like Luna and Neville, they are not very cool. So. It kind of makes sense that he's stuck at the kids' table with him. (laughs) Um, Neville's got a brand new shiny wand. Apparently, this is the last one Ollivander sold before he disappeared. Hell Uh, yeah. Good good for Neville. I'm stoked to see what he can do with that. Both Luna and Neville say they want to continue the DA, even though Harry's like, well, Umbridge is gone. There's no point.
0: Doesn't doesn't, uh, Luna say something to the extent of like, like, I liked it. It was like having yes. friends.
1: Yes, it's pretty. Luna making... It's so
0: uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, uncomfortable <laughs> and sad, making me sad again. Um, And this also is kind of rude and sad. Uh, All these people, of course, are, like, staring at Harry and, like, obsessed with Harry way more than usual now that he's, like, the chosen one. Um, And all these girls come in and are like, giggling girls and are like hey harry you can come sit with us you don't have to sit with these losers basically (laughs) and harry's like uh they're friends of mine and she's like oh okay (laughs) and luna literally says i love her for this people expect oh i should guess i should do my luna voice people expect you to have cooler friends than us (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like hell yeah luna Uh Harry's like, you guys are cool. None of them were at the ministry with me. They didn't fight with me like you guys did. And Luna's like, that's a very nice thing to say. And it was. I was like, good on you, Harry. That's, you know, good for you for standing up for Neville and Luna, even though they are not, you know, the cool kids. Good for you.
0: I think Luna's fucking amazing. I wish I could be Luna's best friend.
1: I think... As long as Neville doesn't have his shitting plans with him, he's okay. <laughs> so they're both okay. Oh yeah, that's right. You
0: you have become you've become a, a Neville head. Yeah, Neville fan. yeah.
1: I like. I think me and me and you and Jake talked about this at length. Um, in well, not last week, but last episode. Uh, about how I definitely wish this series was about Neville instead of Harry. <laughs> hey, that's that's fair, man.
0: Uh, I stand for Neville. I think yeah, I think he's a pretty, pretty sure. solid bloke.
1: Yeah. Neville's cool. Um, speaking of which, very prescient here. I did not plan this. This next note, uh, Harry drifts off. He's kind of like daydreaming, and he wonders what his life would be like if Voldy had chosen to attack Neville. And I'm like, I wonder about and wish for that too, my guy. Um, now everybody's
0: going to think we we planned that segue. I
1: know. We're just, you know, when you're- It was just as, too good. We're just, When you're as good and experienced podcasters as me and Zach are, <laughs> it's just, you know, it comes with the It two. just happens. It just we're just happens. We
0: live in the pocket constantly, 24-7. Right.
1: The, the hot zone, like, comes to us and asks us for advice. We <laughs> are the hot zone. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Um, he, he, Harry's like totally spacing out and Luna says something about an invisible Rakspert flew in his brain and made him go fuzzy. Um, I I love this fucking weirdo sometimes. She's also Rakspert is a very funny name for her made up whatever thing.
0: Oh, it's not made up.
1: Uh, Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my next note says, "Yo, Cho's friend still has that shit on her face from the hex. Hermione Dude, is next level savage. <laughs> she
0: is. I mean, she's just she's OP, man. She, she needs a nerf.
1: She does not give a fuck. That shit is permanent. That was like a year ago. Oh my god. That's well, amazing. I mean, it's been a
0: it's been a few months. It was just before summer break."
1: Was it no? It was when Dumble got left, so it had to have been like at least six months ago. It couldn't have been right before summer break.
0: Okay. You're probably right.
1: Whatever. Timelines, timelines, time. Titles, titles, titles. Titles, titles, titles. Um, Slughorn has Harry and Neville and a couple others join him for lunch. There's this Slytherin dude named Blaze Zabini, dumb name. Um, Cormac McLagan, great name, and Marcus (laughs) Belby, meh, and, uh, hell yeah, Ginny, Ginny's there too. Um, Harry is like, uh, I think I know why we're all here. Everyone is either connected to somebody well-known or influential in some way or whatever, except Ginny, and he's like wondering why Ginny is here, and we find out in a minute. (laughs) <laughs> this is the dumbest thing. Um, Z- Zabini, this Blaze motherfucker, apparently has a famously beautiful witch for a mother. She's been married seven times, and each of her husbands die mysteriously, and she gets all their gold. Uh, Neville, of course, his parents were like very famous magical hit wizards.
0: What's Harry there for?
1: Harry is there because he's the goddamn <laughs> chosen one, of course. I can't remember what Cormac McLaggen was there for. I think his uncle works for the ministry or something like
0: that. I think I think it's I think it's his uncle that mm, like developed a potion. That I could, could be, uh, be. That could be. I could be mistaken, but yeah, I, I think that's what it is.
1: Anyway, uh old, old Horace starts raving about Harry. And Blaze does the whole like cough bullshit thing, like, oh, bullshit. Uh, and Jenny, super subtle. Yeah, super subtle. Jenny jumps all over him and she's like, oh, like, you're so great, asshole. Great at being a poser. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> she literally says he's great at being a poser. I love it. Uh, and then we find out what Ginny is there for. Uh, old old Horace was just walking past her like uh train car, and he says he saw her do the most amazing bat bogey hex ever. I I this whole bat bogey th- hex being Ginny's thing, I I I'm not on board with. I I think it's lame. Interesting. I okay. just. Like, they have called out the Bat-Bogey Hex, like, four separate times in the last two books for Ginny, I feel like, and I just, I don't know, it just doesn't, it just doesn't land for like, me. Like, I don't think, I don't think that this
0: would be, like, if she, ha- if she had, like, a playing card, I don't think it would be, like, her card that costed the most mana, you know what I mean? Or her, her attack that costed the most mana. Like, I think I it would just be, like, the in fuck her... You're saying. <laughs> What Was that?
1: I don't know what the fuck you're saying. Like, it's not her specialty. I don't think it I just seems think to that, be like... her specialty. This is her dragon of the darkness flames. No, and I'm see, not no, okay no, with no, that. No, no, no. Yes, this is her kamehameha. No,
0: yes? It's so lame for that. Th- this is the. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's so lame for that. I picture it being more of just like she's just gonna like throw it out willy nilly just to be like ah fuck you. <laughs> You know but you're she's saying actually
1: good this is her just like basic spam spell
0: yeah it's a, it's her key blast
1: so what's her like specialty that what's her what's her finishing move what's her finisher uh i mean i don't know that she has <laughs> oh my god <laughs> see this is what i'm saying they're calling this one out specifically this is her big move and it's lame that's all. i i love Ginny, but I, i'm not on board with this bad bogey hex
0: okay all right fair enough I'll take that.
1: So, so, anyway, they they leave, and um, uh, the, Neville and Ginny and Harry are kind of talking, and Neville's like, yeah, I'm glad that's over. He's he's a fucking weirdo. And Harry's like, he's like, how come you ended up there, Ginny? Even though Slughorn literally just told them. And Ginny's like, uh, he saw me hex Zachariah Smith. You remember that idiot from Hufflepuff who was in the D.A.? He kept on and on asking about what happened to the ministry, and in the end, he annoyed me so much, I hexed him. Uh, When Slughorn came in, I thought I was going to get detention, but he just thought it was a really good hex and invited me to lunch. Mad, eh? And then she walks (laughs) off. So that's that's pretty funny. Also, again, this just this train is like international waters. They can get away with whatever the fuck they want on this goddamn train.
0: That's exactly how it works. Remember yeah. how I made that comparison to you and you loved I
1: remember it? how our friend Davey made that comparison and then it instantly made sense, you fucker.
0: <laughs> nah man, that was all me, dude. Don't
1: try to take credit for his shit. No, nope, that was you all dick. me,
0: dude. True defender of Harry Potter. Yes.
1: Right definitely. So dipshit Harry. Uses the invisibility cloak to sneak into the slithering compartments. He fo- he follows, dumb name in there, and um, oh yeah!
0: I, I by the way, I didn't comment on this when you mentioned his name, but like, I fucking hate it. Imagine being it? a kid named Blaze, <laughs> dude. You would get fucking beat up so frequently. Like, fuck yeah, off.
1: I feel bad. He yeah. He definitely got bullied as a kid. His name reminds me of like, it's like halfway to a Pokemon name. It's like Blaziken. It's like Blazabini.
0: Blazabini.
1: Blazabini, yeah. It's like some- It's a fire bunny. Fired bug type. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah, it's a dumb name. It's real dumb. Yeah, I hate it. Anyway, uh, Harry follows him in there, and he is, because Harry, you know, he's big worried about Draco, so he wants to listen in on their plans um Malfoy talks about terrible plan by the way what's that terrible plan by the way oh yeah it's the word I mean it's Harry what do you expect uh Draco says he doesn't think he'll finish at Hogwarts what's the point once Voldy takes over he also says that maybe the job that Voldy wants him to do doesn't require him being qualified I guess uh Harry makes a bunch of noise this this fucker is so unsubtle it's not even funny Draco pretends not to notice, and when they all go to leave, he stays behind, and he petrifies Harry's ass. Uh,
0: Specifically just his ass.
1: Just his ass. Got his ass! He got his ass (laughs) big time. He says Harry didn't hear anything that he cares about, and then he smashes the absolute shit out of his face, and he steps on his hand for good measure as he walks out, covers him back up with the invisibility cloak, and leaves. This, This plan went very well for Harry. Um, That's
0: pretty, uh, that's pretty hardcore.
1: Pretty hardcore, except then it's totally not because magic exists and his nose gets fixed in like 10 seconds.
0: Yeah. Episky.
1: Sure. That sounds like the one.
0: That's what I'm drinking tonight.
1: (laughs) Is that like a mixture of piss and whiskey? Yes. Excellent.
0: It's sterile and I like the (laughs)
1: taste. Yes, I was really hoping you would say that. (laughs) Hell yeah, that's my boy. That's my boy. And that is the end of that chapter. Chapter 7. So chapter 8 starts. Uh Tonks comes in, finds Harry, fixes his nose. Like I said, this, this gets resolved very quickly. She says she's stationed in Hogsmeade with some other magical hit wizards for extra protection for the school. And she noticed that he did not get off the train. So she came looking for him. Blah, blah, blah. Um... They go up to the castle, and who comes down to fetch Harry? Because the gate's all, like, super locked up. There's, like, all this extra locks and, like, stuff and shit on it. Um, (laughs)
0: Extra locks and
1: stuff and shit? Extra locks and stuff and shit, you know, the (laughs) usual. (laughs) Uh, I was trying to think of the word for, like, enchantments, but that's not the one they use, and I couldn't think of it, so I just said, and stuff and stuff and shit. What is it like?
0: Charms, charms, maybe
1: charmed, yeah, something like I don't even know. I don't even care. Bewitched?
0: No, it's not bewitched.
1: That's a show.
0: Charmed is also a show. That's
1: true. Charmed is also. (laughs) Dude, I used to love that shit. Dude, I loved Charmed too, mainly because they. Alyssa Milano. Yeah, yeah, they were all. Yeah, okay. well,
0: yeah, they were all really fucking hot, yeah. especially Alyssa Moulin. And actually, Moan. after season one, I was very ups- upset because Peru, who was my favorite, left. It, so was sad. it only
1: one season? Man.
0: Yeah, I think it was just one season.
1: Dang. R.I.P. Charmed. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's still a show, if I'm being honest. But <laughs> not, not,
0: no, it's, it's not still going. No, I, I think it's like New Witches. I think, I think it's oh, still Oh, really? Are you so, shitting
1: yeah. me? Damn. Yeah, where fuck yeah, Charmed. I need to get back into Charmed. Apparently, <laughs> better than this. <laughs> um. So anyway, all this locked stuff and shit. Um. <laughs> who comes down from the castle to fetch Harry? It is our boy Severus Snape. Uh, I'm I'm super stoked to see Snape. Harry, not of course.
0: Hey, I'm like a minute late on this joke, but. Uh, when I'm real hungry, that's what I do. I stuff and shit.
1: And it landed perfectly. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Fucking stuck the landing, dude.
1: Nailed it. (laughs) Timing on this man
0: is impeccable. (laughs) Dude, lightning quick, man. Might as well call me the Flash. Might as well call me Blaziken. (laughs) 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 Blaziken!
1: God damn it. Uh, Uh, anyway. Snape comes down. He's like, Potter is quite uh, safe in my hands. And Tonks is like, I meant for Hagrid to get this message. And Snape is like, yeah, well, Hagrid's ass was late for the start of Term Feast, too, just like Potter. So I took your message instead.
0: Did you mention that she sent, like, some shiny... Thing?
1: um no so yeah the, to send this message apparently they send messages via uh what are they called uh white silvery loads what's their name patronus Patronuses and her patronus is like this weird i think all it says is a four-legged creature i think right na- um
0: i just uh just like a, a nice interesting tidbit here uh dumbledore created this message or this method of uh communication so, uh, like how, using a Patronus to send a like a message.
1: Yeah, how are they sending the messages? Like, I understand like sending your Patronus out, but like,
0: so the the way I understand it is that like your your Patronus gets bewitched to like relay your voice, so like oh, it'll it'll actually speak for you.
1: Oh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, Snape mentions something here about the Patronus. Uh, to Tonks, he says, incidentally. I was interested to see your new Patronus. Uh, I think you were better off with the old one. The new one looks weak. Um, I don't know what this is about. Tonk seems like shocked and angered by this, but then they leave. So yeah. I have no idea what's going on here. Yep. Anyway, um, we get a little internal dialogue from our guy Harry here. Always some of my most favorite things (laughs) Harry has spent the summer deciding to fully blame Snape for Sirius's death no matter what Dumble said uh yeah solid plan there my guy listening not listening to Dumble has always done you so well uh Snape takes 70 points from Gryffindor and says Harry may have set a record for being in negative points this early also this is amazing he makes an incredible crack about oh what was there no flying car available for you to crash (laughs) the gates here and i was like oh got his ass uh real good stuff
0: so it's funny that he makes that callback because that's from book two yes um there is this kind of Understanding, like in the fandom, that Mm -hmm. the series is paralleled. So, Ah. like, so, like, book six is it like one and seven, two two. and six, exactly? Okay, right, sure. Uh, and like, book four is obviously like the
1: the midway turning point, right?
0: Exactly. Um, and so whether it's intentional and J.K. Rowling wrote it that way on Mm -hmm. purpose or not, uh, it does it does fit that idea and that kind of narrative.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Um, I, I like it when stuff kind of does that where it's like you can see the parallels whether intentional or not even just if it's like fan you know maybe reading a little bit too much and that's still cool and interesting yeah, stuff sure. um, but yeah I thought <laughs> the flying car bringing that back up <laughs> oh was... and
0: also I have to say Snape giving Harry negative points at the end of the yeah, last book, I were was, you going to say this? I was
1: going to bring this up, but okay. yes, continue.
0: Yeah, he just at the end of the last book, he tried and couldn't, apparently. Right. So then McGonagall gave them points and then was like, okay, hey, you can take your right. easily 10 points away.
1: Here's here's my here's my thinking on this is that Snape was so pissed off that he couldn't take negative points away from them last time. He like instated a new rule of like, <laughs> oh no, yeah, we can over like the summer. Headcanon. Of That's like, good. no, we could definitely put them in negative points. That's why he's so sure this is a record for being in negative points this early, because <laughs> it's brand new. It's, it's brand a fucking
0: new. conspiracy, dude.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Big conspiracy. Against Gryffindor, um, yeah, okay. I just thought of something else. I'll say this now: there's there's something going on with Aragog, which was also book two that we find out about later. But right, interesting. Okay, yep. cool, 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 cool. So, uh, oh yes, <laughs> you fucking. You sneaky oh. son of a bitch, Zach! <laughs> I know what this is. You means. motherfucker! You thought you were so clever. I called this shit. You did.
0: You did. Good job, man. I, I, good on you.
1: We, we find out here: Slughorn is taking over potions, and Snape is the new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. Fuck you, Zach! You sneaky little bitch! Is what happened. <laughs> got his ass yes. uh you yeah. called it man you called i did it, call dude. that although even with calling that you still forgot about gilderoy lockhart uh
0: yeah no you're right i did forget yeah. about gilderoy lockhart you, um, you
1: only forgot about my favorite character in the yeah. entire series but you know yeah i'll forgive you this time. yep 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 uh so this is cool. this is interesting. Harry is uh, freaks the fuck out when Dumbledore announces this, just out loud in the middle of the great hall, and everyone's looking at him. This motherfucker doesn't care.:
0: No care in the world. So what do you think about this? I mean, we know that uh, defense against the dark arts teacher gets sacked, gets killed or right or fucking gets fired or something or quits every year.
1: That's like, I think, I can't remember if it's Ron or Harry brings that up. They're like, oh, well, he's fucked now. Like, he won't be here next year because position's cursed. And I'm like, you wish, motherfuckers.
0: I mean, it's the smartest and most valid train of thought that this fucker has probably ever had.
1: That's true. Um, I'm not worried about Snape. I'm not worried about Snape. Okay. He's too rad. All He'll right. be here. He'll be here. We'll see. Oh, no, I don't like that reaction. Razzle dazzle. <laughs>
0: Razzle dazzle. If
1: I had glitter, I would throw it. Ugh, that would be good. We need glitter. yeah um Harry tells Ron what happened and what he heard on the train. Ron is still not convinced. Hagrid uh they see Hagrid. He tells them that Dumble fixed up Grop a place up in the mountains and that he can talk a lot better now. He then tells them <laughs> to come early to class tomorrow and they can say hi to Reese Witherwings. <laughs> and uh, Ron and Harry are like, fuck, he's going to be so pissed when he finds out none of us are taking his class.
0: Dude, it's so fucked. Dude,
1: I didn't even like this thought didn't even cross my mind. Also, apparently did not even cross Hagrid's mind because uh, he is just so sure that they're coming. And yeah, none, none of them are. They hated that
0: class. Dude.
1: It's pretty fucked up. And that is the end of chapter eight
0: very excited for you to see Snape as uh as uh defense against the as the dad ad teacher as the dad yeah teacher. uh
1: we see it i can't remember this chapter the next one but um it's it's good stuff i'm i liked it a lot so um so they're getting like their class schedules uh the next morning and um neville neville had mentioned i think on the train that he he was hoping he could keep going in Transfiguration, with only like a lower grade. It was like a passing grade, but not like an exceeds expectations or whatever,
0: like the threshold in order to be right, accepted right, for right. Newt classes.
1: And so McGonagall is like, "Hey, bro, you can't continue in Transfiguration." She asks him, "Why do you want to continue a Transfiguration anyway?" This is her class, right? She's Transfiguration. Correct. Oh, this is a
0: good exchange. I forgot about this. This This is
1: a really good exchange. She asks him, Why do you want to continue with Transfiguration? Anyway, I've never had the impression that you particularly enjoyed it. Neville looked miserable and muttered something about my grandmother once. And Professor McGonagall just snorted. It's high time your grandmother learned to be proud of the grandson she's got rather than the one she thinks she ought to have, particularly after what happened at the ministry. Um, Neville gets real embarrassed by this.
0: It's so good. It's so touching.
1: (laughs) It also says Professor McGonagall had never paid him a compliment before, which is like, ooh, damn, McGonagall, that's pretty harsh. Uh but then this is this is all just so good here McGonagall says I'm sorry Longbottom but I cannot let you into my newt class I see that you have an exceeds expectations in charms however why not try for a newt in charms and Neville says my grandmother thinks charms is a soft option Take charms said Professor McGonagall and I shall drop Augusta a line reminding her that just because she failed her charms owl the subject is not necessarily worthless <laughs> uh, Professor McGonagall tapped a blank schedule with the tip of her wand, handed it now, carrying the details of new classes to Neville. This is just a really good exchange between Neville and McGonagall. Really good character moment for them both. I loved this a lot, so I had to include yeah. it here.
0: I I just I just wish that we got more of this McGonagall. Yeah, always because she it's so good. Yeah. She's she's so like rigid, but intentional and like. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like every true exchange we have from from her is, like, beyond surface level. It's so good.
1: Yeah, definitely. I can see that. And, yeah, this is just, like, such a good, like, exchange here where, like, just the line of, like, she needs to understand to be proud of the grandson she's got rather than the one that she wishes she had. And it's just, like, such a good line. And, like, you know, she gives him props for, like, what happened at the ministry, too. Um... It's a really, really good exchange, and again, if this fucking story was about Neville, I think I would enjoy it way, way more, but I guess that is a a conversation for, I don't know, a different time or not. Write the fanfic. Yes, exactly. No, I'm not going to. I'm sure it it. exists. I'm sure it probably does. I'm not going to read it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They go to their first defense against the dark arts lesson and Snape is teaching them about nonverbal spells and I'm like good shit this is good to know this is we saw what fucking Dolohov could do with nonverbal spells uh so this is good shit to know good on you yes, Snape yes
0: yes it's so good
1: so they're p- supposed to be practicing and s- uh, Ron is fucking useless so he can't actually cast he's supposed to be hexing Harry quite non- with non-verbal. nonverbally and Harry is supposed to defend non-verbally, but Ron can't get any spells out, so Snape steps in and throws something at Harry, but Harry pasta sauces just fully out loud. Um, his shield charm was so strong, Snape was knocked off balance and hit a desk. Snape is like, uh, what the fuck, bro? Do you remember me telling you that we are practicing non-verbal spells? <laughs> yes. Yes, sir, said Snape dumbass harry there's no need to call me sir professor <laughs> this fucking dumbass this is He's...
0: some shit i would have done in high school so i do love it
1: he is such a little smartass little fucker <laughs> god i hate him um everyone's like oh shit in the class yep <laughs> uh it Snape is funny just, dude it's kind of funny but it's also like dude don't be a dick uh and snape's just kind of very cool about it He's just like, detention, Saturday night, my office. I do not take cheek from anyone potter, not even the chosen one. Hell yeah. Uh it's a it's a good little exchange. So Harry complains about the lesson, and of course he does, because it's a Snape lesson. And Hermione was like, uh, it kinda reminded me a lot of what you taught us in the DA, Harry. I thought it was real good shit. Uh, Harry is so surprised that Hermione thought his teaching was better in some ways than what she learns in book that he, in books that he's too surprised to argue with her about it. Uh, so that was kind of funny.
0: (laughs) So you didn't, and I don't know that you're going to circle back around to this, but like, this is one of my favorite things about Snape is the way that he taught, like when he
1: finally gets his chance to be the
0: teacher, you know, for, for defense against the dark arts, the
1: way that he like. Talks about him at the beginning. Well,
0: yes, talks about it, but I just feel like there's just such a high level of respect Mm -hmm. for what the dark arts can do, which can absolutely be taken as like, this guy's a little too passionate about this stuff. But also, it's like, I mean, he he knows his shit, you you know?
1: Right, you need to know that. Like, yes, and that was what Harry, of course, took out of it. But after he, like, goes on this long kind of tirade at the beginning of the... I did not make a note about that, but you're right. I should talk about it after he kind of goes in that long tirade at the beginning about how kind of powerful and, you know, intense the Dark Arts and blah, 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 he then comes back with basically just, like, because of all this, your defense against the Dark Arts have to be equally flexible and, you know, like, uh, powerful and, you know... It sounds like he's trying to say is, like, Hey, always kind of expect the unexpected with the dark arts, and be ready to kind of adapt.
0: I Hashtag guess. constant vigilance.
1: Yes, as our boy Moody would say, constant vigilance. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was good shit. Like, I, like Hermione said, like, um, that was like a really good fucking lesson. Yeah, and um, so I, it seemed like he was def, even though he's apparently a fucking master potion brewer it seemed like he was really in his element in this. And maybe it was because he was just, he's been dreaming about this job for fucking years and now he's got it. So I,
0: my head canon is like, he's sitting in his, in his like bedroom pacing and he's like, all right, what am I going to do for this first fucking lesson? And he's like rehearsing to himself, like the right. speech that he made, like in his mirror, it's so good.
1: <laughs> the speech consists of turn to page 294. <laughs> there that the you thing? go. Isn't that his whole thing?
0: Yeah. Uh, I think it's 300.
1: God damn it, Zach. Way to ruin my day. Anyway, <laughs>
0: <to their> fir- <laughs> it's your own incompetency that ruined your day.
1: <laughs> That's fair. It usually does. That's usually the case. Uh, so they go to their first potions lesson with old Horace. And uh, he's going to give the one that brews the best potion a bottle of uh, Liquid Luck. Um, Harry and Ron do not have... Oh, there was this whole thing. I forgot to mention this in the wake of the Neville and McGonagall Great line. Um, Now that Snape is not Potion Master, uh, Harry and Ron can continue with potions, even though they didn't get high enough grade because McGonagall's like, oh, yeah. Slughorn will take whoever the fuck he doesn't give a shit Yeah, basically Uh, so they can continue with potions even though they didn't get it high enough grade but it's high enough for Slughorn so they don't have books Um,
0: no standardization here man these teachers just do whatever the fuck they want right
1: exactly they fucking do whatever the hell they want Um, so Slughorn is like okay you can borrow some supplies from the cupboard and some old books before you get new books from sent to you from the store Uh, Harry's book that he borrowed from the class cupboard has a ton of notes and changes scribbled in the margins. Harry follows these slightly different instructions, and his potion is perfect. Even beats Hermione, which she's not too happy about. (laughs) Uh, Horace makes mention that Lily, uh, Harry's mother, was also very good at potions. Little, Little tidbit there.
0: I'm glad we got a Scott tidbit. We haven't got a Scott tidbit in a long time.
1: <laughs> I'll give you my bits whenever you want. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when he tells them... So Harry wins this bottle of liquid luck, which is just like, you take this, you'll have like the best day ever, basically, um, is how Horace describes it. He tells them at supper. Ginny is immediately real pissed that he's taking instructions from a book after what happened to her, again in book two. Um... Hermione does a quick spell. She does a quick spell check uh, on the book. And it seems okay. Although she's pretty pissed that this fucker cheated. She's like, you fucking followed this bullshit? Uh, She's not too pleased. Uh, The the book falls off the table or something. Harry notices the book says, Property of the Half-Blood Prince.
0: Hell yeah. Uh,
1: Did you know that that's the name of this book? (laughs) 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 So I think it's important, you guys. You guys, I think this Half-Blood Prince is important. So this is definitely either Voldy or Snape. And the reason I thought Snape momentarily is just because he's the potion dude. Like if anyone was going to be real good at potions and make these notes, it would be Snape. But from information Harry talks about later... Um, in later chapters, about how like he scribbled just like it, see, Harry makes mention of it. It seems he was like inventing his own spells. I'm ninety nine percent certain this is Voldy. We already know he was a half blood. Uh, he probably thinks of himself very highly, so the prince part checks out. Do you think?
0: Okay, so I'm not necessarily saying you're wrong, but I think mm-hmm. I'm just going to challenge you to sure, sure. Uh, I guess look at the characters a little bit more deeply like do you really think that Voldemort would uh, what's, what's the word here I guess like promote the fact that he's a half blood you think he would adopt that epithet
1: that's a fair question I guess well this is a 60 year subject my my first thought to rebut that was maybe when he was younger just a just a wee little lad at hogwarts maybe he wasn't so against it and as he got older sure i mean that's but,
0: that's a super that's a very fair uh, right. thought. and maybe
1: that's still the case what year was he in when he ratted out hagrid
0: i think that was was that like his 6th year 5th year? Fifth or 6th fifth year okay yeah, I think it's. I think it was. I think he was a prefect at the time, so you become a right. prefect fifth year. So he had so to be at have, least fifth year.
1: It would have been at least fifth year. Um, that's an interesting question. So again, I'm not necessarily saying. No, no, wrong. no. I, I understand that. I understand that. I'm assuming there has to be some reason because I I did consider multiple other possibilities. I considered Dumble. Um, I don't know if he's a half blood or not. But uh, basically anyone who is just very competent from Hogwarts history is someone I tried to think of. Sure. And uh, Snape, Voldy, and Dumble were the main ones I considered, but... Could it not be...
0: I mean, we just learned, literally, perfect timing just learned, that Lily Lily was a very good potions maker.
1: Well, why would it be Prince and not, like, Princess then?
0: (sighs) Um, I mean, it
1: still could be, like, they even bring that up here in one of these chapters because Harry talks about how whoever this book is, he was really good. And Hermione, of course, is like, it could be a she. And they're like, well, why would it say prince and not princess?
0: I mean, it could be a name.
1: Sure. Um, You know what this reminds me of? Hmm. Mr. Prince. Sanji's Mr. Prince <laughs> from One Piece.
0: Hell yeah! You mean Mr. Prince?
1: <laughs> Mr. Prince, yes, exactly. I might have to call this half Mr. Prince for the majority of this book, so you're gonna love that. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I listen. I understand what you're saying, and I appreciate you like trying to check my confidence here. But I really think this is Voldy. Okay, uh, all right. So, or sorry, Tom Riddle. I should say.
0: Okay. All right. We'll I just... take it.
1: Now you've got me questioning myself. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> your intention. Yeah, you dick. <laughs> I can't think of anyone else that we know. Hmm. Would it be a Lupin or Sirius or James Potter? No. I don't think so.
0: It could be. It could be a completely new character as well.
1: Well, serious, yeah, can't be serious. He's not a half blood. I don't know what Lupin is. I don't think James is. A James half is blood. is pure blood. That's what I thought. Anyway, could be a completely new character. My money, if I was a betting man, which I am, is on Goldie. <laughs> <laughs> um, So yeah, Harry is excelling in potions now thanks to, oh yeah, I had it right here, thanks to Mr. Prince's notes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hermione, not happy about this. Uh, She's big mad. Uh, and he goes, Harry goes to his first lesson with Dumble. I am really glad, by the way, that I didn't stop at your dumb three chapters here because this chapter 10 was a very good, interesting chapter. So fuck you, Zach. <laughs> fuck you and fuck your plans too.
0: <laughs> I, in my head, when I was separating it, separating it out, I thought that the cliffhanger of having the book, the Half-Blood Prince, would be like enough. Was
1: more meaningful than it was? What? You thought that cliffhanger was more meaningful than well, it actually no, I is? No, just,
0: I just thought that it was enough, like, substantial content. You know no. what I mean?
1: Okay. Well, here's what I think of your
0: <laughs> Yeah, thinking, okay, okay, obviously so.
1: Chapter 10. <laughs> anyway, he goes through his meeting with Dumble, and uh, Dumble's like, hey, so uh, I'm going to tell you some more shit. And thankfully, because this is immediately my thought, Harry was like, uh, didn't you tell me at the end of last year that you were going to tell me everything, bro? And Dumble's like, yeah, no, I did. I told you everything I know. From this point forth, we'll should be leaving the firm foundation of fact and journeying together through the murky marshes of memory. It's a pretty good alliteration there.
0: Yeah, it's real good. I
1: love that line. Into the thickets of wildest guesswork. From here on in, Harry, I may be as woefully wrong as Humphrey Belcher, who believed the time was ripe for a cheese cauldron. What the fuck is Dumbledore (laughs) talking about? (laughs) This fucking weirdo dude, I love him. Dude, he's
0: fucking high all the time.
1: Dude, he is fucking wasted. dude. 99% of the day, he is high as a fucking kite, and I love it
0: high as a nimbus 2000
1: that's the worst and i hate you (laughs) Uh, (laughs) harry's like but you think you're right and he's like naturally i do but as i've already proven to you i make mistakes like the next man in fact being forgive me rather cleverer than most men (laughs) my mistakes tend to be correspondingly huger Uh, Is huger a real
0: word? I don't know. It's okay if Dumbledore says it.
1: I think Dumble just dunked on himself there saying, I'm fucking clever as shit, and then saying huger. I don't think that's a real word. You're probably
0: right, but okay.
1: (laughs) Or maybe that was part of his joke in that he brags about being clever and then says, my mistakes tend to be correspondingly huger. Like That's the in-joke there is that he just made...
0: Dude, that's got a lot of layers to it. That's I don't a know, lot of layers.
1: It's a very <laughs> meta joke. I don't know if I should give him credit for it or if I'm reading too much into it.
0: Well, we love Dumble, so let's just give him credit.
1: All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Good, good joke, Dumble. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, this is good. This is,
0: good. Th- this, this, is, is, a good is this is fantastic stuff. This is great this stuff. Is, this is solely okay. I didn't. I was not prepared to talk about this. Oh,
1: thing. like you're ever prepared.
0: Well, I'm fucking. <laughs> I mean, I'm prepared to fuck. I'm Ooh, raging hard right now.
1: Of course you are. You're uh, talking to me. What? <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Um,
0: because of this, specifically what is happening in this chapter, this is one of the main reasons that, I, that this is my favorite book.
1: Interesting. You know, a long time ago, I believe when it was first introduced, you talked about how the pensive is like, this is my favorite magical artifact or whatever device that we use. And right. I will say, every time the pensive is like used in a chapter, like anytime we get a pensive chapter, it's almost always great stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I'll absolutely. give it up for you there. Thanks, pal. Uh, first time you've been right in the hashtag
0: confirmed of the world. Uh, biggest Harry Potter fan, uh, biggest <laughs> Harry Potter buff. Uh, don't fucking try me. Don't fucking yes. fuck with me. Uh, I'll wreck your asshole.
1: All of these things fully verified and checked out. <laughs> so Harry's like, uh, sir, does what you're going to tell me have anything to do with the prophecy? Will it help me survive? And Dumble's like, it has a very great deal to do with the prophecy, as casually as if Harry had asked him about the next day's weather. And I certainly hope that it will help you survive. <laughs> Uh, I hope yeah, it will. maybe. Fuck, I, don't, I know. don't know. I hope so. You suck, though, dude. You might die. <laughs> exactly. We're reading between the lines here from Dumble. <laughs> so he pulls out the pensive and says they're going to visit the memories of a magic cop. Uh, it's magical law enforcement, but I've decided to call them magic cops. A, because it's shorter to type into my notes, and that's basically what they are.
0: Magical 5-0.
1: Magical 5-0. Five oh now that's a show I would watch. Hell yeah. Dude. Uh this magic cop named Bob Ogden. Dumble got he's apparently dead, but Dumble got these memories before he died. Harry wants to know what's up with his hand again, and Dumble's like, Yeah, not now, you bitch. We're going to this pencil. <laughs> so they go in, they follow old Bob to this shack with a snake nailed to the door on the edge of Little Hangleton, which is where. the Riddle family lived, if I'm not mistaken. I was not mistaken. This is where the Riddle family lived. Uh, this creepy fucker named Morphin... With a wand and a knife, I, I like Morphin's style. I- I've been saying forever they need like knives or bayonets on their wand. He wands. just needs
0: to tape it to the wand, dude. He's
1: j- he's just a- he's a dual wielder. That oh, was yeah. always my thing. Any game where you can dual wield, that's my shit.
0: Fucking akimbo over here, dude.
1: Yes, he's going full akimbo, <laughs> wand and a knife. That seems like a deadly combo. I don't think anyone should fuck with Morphin. He's
0: got a commando pro
1: equipped. <laughs> something else, I think.
0: <laughs> Commando Pro is when you can, like, die That was the teleport stab, stab, right? melee weapons. Yeah.
1: God, that was the worst. Yeah, it was <laughs> the worst. It was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, he, oh, by the way, this creepy fucker, Morphin, he speaks partial tongue. Um, he's speaking partial tongue to old Bob uh, saying he's not welcome and then he attacks him. Morphin's dad, Mr. Gaunt, comes out. And it's obvious right away he's a real racist, prejudiced asshole.
0: Hell yeah. Uh, Absolutely not. Fuck no. Fuck racism. But also yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> C-
1: clear as mud. <laughs> uh, Mr. Gaunt is a real piece of shit. Let's just say that. Oh yeah. Uh, they go inside and Gaunt is an extra large piece of shit to his daughter, Merope. Uh, Marope, Marope. I don't know. I think
0: it's it. Marope. Yeah, Marope, I think you got okay. it right.
1: Uh, Bob is here because Morphin hexed a muggle with hives. Uh, he is summoned to the ministry for a hearing. Gaunt, Mr. Gaunt blows up at this about how we're fucking pure blood of shit, bro. You can't treat us this way. You're just a filthy mudblood. Fuck you. We're descendants of Slytherin. You're mudblood scum. I fucking hate you. The ministry doesn't summon me. They can suck on my dick, basically.
0: <laughs> they can suck on my snake.
1: Exactly. Um, just then Tom and a girl are passing by talking about how shitty this shack is and how the weirdos who live there, how they're fucking weirdos. Uh Morphin jumps in here and says that Marope likes to look longingly at Tom. Uh, she is carrying a torch, as they say for this tom character mr gaunt this drives him absolutely berserk he goes crazy attacks his daughter bob blasts him away good for you bob but then when Morphin attacks him this fucking head of magical law enforcement magic cop magic 5-0 fucker just runs screaming out of the house i'm telling you this wand knife combo is (laughs) undefeatable (laughs) It's OP, man. <laughs> because this is like he just took out the father and this kid runs at him and suddenly he's like, oh shit, and does nothing and just runs from the Wait, house. does it was...
0: say he's head of anything? I th- I thought he's just a regular cop.
1: I could have swore it said he, he I could have swore he told Gaunt that he was head of magical law enforcement. I could totally be wrong. Either way, what the fuck are you doing, my guy? I was real mad at Bob here for a moment. I'm like-
0: I mean, Bob seems like a fucking normal ass, you're, you know? You're
1: a fucking bitch, Bob. <laughs> Although, again, Morphin did come at him with a wand and a knife, which is the most OP combo in the universe. Um, Dumble says that's enough at this point, and they go back to his office. And here's where we get some clarification about all this bullshit that we just saw. Harry asks about the girl immediately, and Dumble says she survived. Bob apparated to the ministry and returned with reinforcements. He's too much of a bitch to fight Morphin by himself. He goes back to the ministry, he's like, he's got a fucking wand and a knife! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Morphin got three years in Azkaban because he had a history of attacking muggles. Gaunt somehow only gets six months. He... Injured Ministry wizards in the fight when they come back, he somehow only gets six months. Uh, oh, by the way, his name is Marvolo, and this is Voldy's grandpappy. Um, Morope was Voldy's mom, and the Tom that she liked was Tom Senior, Voldy's dad. So, yes. Now that her shitbag father and brother were in Azkaban, she could focus cuz cuz her father kept calling her a squib, but she's definitely not a squib. Um she can do magic. Yes. Uh she just kind of was being terrorized by her father and brother, but now that they're out of the picture, she can focus on doing magic better and she Dumble is not 100% clear on the details, but he believes she had Tom Senior drink a love potion. They ran off together, got married. Big scandal in the village cuz his family like owned the village. His family was important.
0: Yeah, basically, basically royalty.
1: Right, exactly. Um Marvolo, Mr. Gaunt came back and died not long after uh Tom Senior came back to the village without his wife, basically saying he had been hoodwinked, he had been tricked. Uh couldn't really tell people that oh, I was under a spell because he'd be people would say he's crazy right? Um, he never cared and did not see her Marope or their son ever again she was pregnant when he left Dumble guesses that Marope stopped giving him the love potion after she was pregnant hoping that he had truly like fallen in love uh, while they were together not the case he left immediately and never saw them again well, I guess he never saw his son ever. The son wasn't born yet. Right. Um, so we get this big explanation here. Harry goes to leave, and is, again, he asked before we went in, and then he asks again, and he's like, uh, is this stuff about Voldy's past important for me to know, and is it connected to the prophecy? And Double's like, most definitely. <laughs> uh, Harry's just confused. He has no idea what's going on.
0: Yeah, he doesn't know how to think about like the big picture
1: like this. He doesn't understand that, hey, knowing your enemy is important. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's that's, 16. That's like, come on, read Sun Tzu. That's like War one Yeah, dude.
0: <laughs> know thy enemy, know thyself.
1: Exactly. Uh, He asked Dumble if he can tell all this to Ron and Hermione. Dumble says yes, but only them. He says they are trustworthy and I'm like, well, one of them is. Um. <laughs> um as he's leaving... He sees this ring that uh, Mr. Gaunt brandished a couple times when they were in the memory. And he's like, isn't it the same ring that you were wearing when we were at Old Horace's Mm -hmm. a couple, couple weeks, months, whatever it's been ago? And Dumble's like, yep, very same. And Harry's like, how come have you always had it? And Dumble's like, no, I acquired it very recently. A few days before I came to fetch you from your aunt and uncles, in fact. And Harry's like, that would be around the time you injured your hand then, sir? (laughs) And Harry's fishing real hard for this story. Oh, yeah, he is, man. He's fishing so hard. And Dumbledore's just like, around that time? Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Harry hesitated. Dumbledore was smiling. Sir, how exactly? Ah, too late, Harry. You (laughs) shall hear the story another time. Good night. (laughs) He literally cuts him off mid-sentence to say, "Too late, yeah. too late, Mister Chance, fucker, get out of here,
0: it's so- dude." <sighs> their, their exchanges in this book, I really enjoy them a lot.
1: Um, I enjoy Dumbledore's
0: parts. <laughs> like, okay, look, like jokes aside, because like I know that it's fun to shit on Harry, and you know as well as as well as our listeners that like I also don't love Harry. But it is extremely refreshing for Harry to like for us to be in Harry's head and him actually like like wonder about things in like yes. a way that moves the story, right? Yes. Uh, it, it it is very refreshing. So like because of that, I've really enjoy their dynamic. Yes, Harry's included, even though he's not my favorite character. Uh, it's just so much better than the Harry that we usually get.
1: Yeah. Mom- moments like this, credit where it's due, he's fine. I don't have a problem with him here. It's...
0: Everything else. Like, I know. Well, look, we it's, know. It's we everything
1: all know. else, yes. I mean, we don't have to get into this deep, but, I mean, it's everything else. Him, like, freaking the fuck out about Draco... Like, just being wholly convinced in his dumbass things. I've said it many times. His first theory on whatever's going on, he is always 100% convinced in, and it is never correct. And he has yet to learn that lesson. Yeah,
0: I I mean, look, dude, we know people like this. This is a real thing. There are people that are like that.
1: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's the end of Chapter 10. Chapter 11, last one here for the day. Oh, yeah, this, <laughs> this is th- this is a funny one. This is where we get the gag that we uh, opened the 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 episode with. Uh, nonverbal spells were now expected not only in defense against the dark arts but in charms and transfiguration too. Harry frequently looked over at his classmates in the common room or at meal times to see them purple in the face and straining as though they had overdosed <laughs> on you know poo, <laughs> but he knew that they were really struggling to make spells work without saying incantations aloud. Uh, very very funny stuff. Uh, poo jokes, constipation, always funny. <laughs> um, Hagrid seems to be avoiding him because they're not taking his class. Hermione's like, we have to fucking talk to him. He's our friend. We have to talk to him. Uh, Ron is a dick about it. I can't remember what he said. I just have that he was a dick about it.
0: Like he um, he says something like. Like, he can't actually have thought that we liked his class. Right, right,
1: something like that. Yeah. Fucking asshole. I mean, this is a fair question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, blast-ended scroots are legit, okay? Yeah. Uh, What about the Festrals? Like, for all the shit that they gave Hagrid and his class, like, uh, Festrals and Reese Witherspoon came up pretty clutch for them. That's, and they, that's very they true. they wouldn't have had those things actually... Now that I think about it, Festral's got them in deep, deep shit. So I think back what I said.
0: Right. And also, you got to think that's two lessons out of how many lessons?
1: Okay, fair enough. But still, Ron, Hagrid's your friend. You don't have to be an ass about it. Yeah. All right. So, Hermione is like, uh, Harry's mentioning about how everyone's like looking at him, something, something, giggling girls, whatever. And Hermione's basically like, well, yeah, dude, like, You're hot shit right now, basically. Actually now hot shit, even though you've thought you were hot shit for so long. She says, you've been through all that persecution from the ministry when they were trying to make out you were an unstable liar. You can still see the marks on the back of your hand where that evil woman made you right with your own blood, but you stuck to your story. Anyway, you can still see where Oh, oh, sorry. (laughs) this is where Ron cuts in because uh, he, everything Hermione is saying about Harry, he's like trying to like co-opt and like, oh look at me, I'm fucking impressive too. So he cuts in here and goes, uh, you can still see where those brains got a hold of me in the ministry look <laughs> 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 what fucking idiot Damn. and then Hermione finishes with, and it doesn't hurt that you've grown about a foot over the summer either Hermione finished ignoring Ron. I'm tall said Ron in <laughs> <laughs> He's such a fucking idiot. Oh, my God. Uh Harry gets his new potions book, and he just swaps the cover uh, so he can keep Mr. Prince's notes. Hermione's scandalized by this. She's like, you cheating son of a bitch, you. uh She's still not happy about getting beat in potions. Um... We find out, they get, they find out in the paper, Stan fucking Shunpike, Zach's favorite character, <laughs> has been arrested on suspicion of being a deeter. What the fuck? Yep. <laughs> this kid? No way. No fucking way. Uh, they talk about, they're like, hey, th- even Harry is like, this fucking kid, there's no way. And I think their theory is like, the ministry just wants to be appearing to do something because they talk about how, Things seem to be bad out there. Uh, They talk about how Dumble has apparently been gone a lot. And uh, also this Hannah Abbott girl was pulled out of school because her mom was found dead. Uh, That sucks. Uh, It seems like shit is hitting the fan. Lavender Brown apparently has the hots for Ron. He tries to act cool, and Hermione seems mad. That is this entire note. I don't know what is happening in this book. With
0: doesn't she have a great name? Just two colors.
1: I never thought of it that way. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 real dumb, and I can appreciate real dumb. Yeah, but I love it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Lavender brown. Um, hey, speak- purple green. Speaking of decent names, this Cormac McClagan uh try this this whole chat this most of this chapter is uh Quidditch tryouts, by the way, so this will go very fast, shockingly. <laughs> um Cormac McClagan tries out for keeper. He's all pissed when Harry chooses Ron because he missed one. They've taken like penalty shots and he went four for five on saves, and Ron went five for five. Uh, Turns out Hermione fucking jinxed his ass. Uh, But also, who cares? Ginny is the star chaser. Uh, Good stuff from Ginny, as always. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They go to see Hagrid, and he he acts like he's all pissed at them for a while, but then he relents. He's like, oh, I always knew you'd find it hard to squeeze me into your timetables, even if you applied for time turners. And here's where we get the amazing reveal quote unquote <laughs> Hermione's like ah we couldn't if we wanted to we smashed the entire stock of ministry time turners when we were there last summer it was in the daily profit and I'm like okay fine fine <laughs> Let, let's just be done with m- fucking. seems
0: legit dude
1: yeah fucking time travel you wrote yourself into that corner and you fucking weaseled your way out so good on you I guess
0: yeah dude it's 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 more impressive than it's not, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Let's just <laughs> smash every time Turner in existence it's with so one spell. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sagar's so like, oh yeah, there's no way you could have done it. I'm sorry. I've been, I just been worried about Aragog, and I did wonder whether if Professor Grubbly Plank had been teaching you, he's he's worried. He thinks that Grubbly Plank, dirty board. Sorry, uh. Wasn't much better. Yeah, I was about to say,
0: who's Grubbly Plank?
1: I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm reading it in Hagrid's voice. I have it pasted here. Uh, So, yeah, something's going on with Aragog. Aragog's sick or whatever. And he's he's all sad and worried about this. And I'm just like, Hagrid, I love you, buddy, but your fucking side quests with all these dumb magical creatures just absolutely so uninteresting all the time why do you do this to me Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah this is what I was talking about earlier with the Aragog thing Uh, so yeah definitely book 2 and book 6 here they are having some parallels for sure anyway they're going back to the castle and Harry calls out Hermione for jinxing (laughs) McLaggen she's basically just like fuck you fuck the rules I'm a prefect I do whatever I want (laughs) it's out. so rad hell dude. yeah Hermione I don't know why you would do it to help out Ron well I mean I do technically know why you would do it to help out Ron but why would you do it to help out Ron <laughs> <laughs> um, did you feel okay let me ask
0: you this uh-huh. did you feel like the Quidditch stuff was as much of a drag as it normally is or do you feel like that was also cleaned up
1: not as it was in book five for sure like, it was pretty quick and to the point.
0: Right. I I had been struggling because you've mentioned several times, if there's another Quidditch chapter in these fucking books, <laughs> that doesn't
1: sound like me at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, I mean, the fact of the matter is, like, dude, Harry's Quidditch uh, captain now. And yeah, yeah it's, that is it's a like, fact. yeah, you know, look, it, it is going to be here, but, I, I think I said this at the end of the last book, like it's not it's not as in your face and it just does not drag nearly as much.
1: Like I was talking about at the beginning of the episode, there there is an efficiency to the way that she is writing these chapters and it is noticeable from the last book, which was just, I felt like dragged on and on forever with, if it wasn't Quidditch practice, it was like, fucking I don't know how horrible Umbridge was or I, I so mean as so. much as I appreciated the, the the funny I got out of it was like the fucking shit with him and Cho and it was just like that shit made that book into way longer than it should have been and it got so draggy and you know these, these chapters I feel like I didn't have a ton of notes on and we're getting through a good chunk here but like not a ton happens but like there's some really good interesting stuff and right. there's not a ton of fat like right right, right it right. seems like a lot of that fat has been trimmed away and it's a easier more enjoyable read for sure
0: right and we're gonna get more Ginny in regards to quidditch because she's a fucking badass right i mean it's jenny for sure so, yeah
1: it's fun stuff good stuff uh, so the paper says that Arthur made another raid on the Malfoy, hey, Malfoy house, excuse me, on an anonymous tip, uh, which of course is fucking Harry. But they didn't find anything. Harry's like, "Yeah, that was me. I told Arthur to do that. Draco must have brought it to school, whatever his bullshit is." And Ron's like, "Oh yeah, you you were busy getting roasted by Snape. Uh, you missed." We all got searched when we got here. Uh, Oh, and also all the owls are being searched, so he can't have any fucking evil artifacts or whatever here at school. Uh, Ron also is being a fucking baby bitch boy because Slughorn invited Hermione and Harry to supper and not him.
0: It's like, yeah, Ron, you fucking suck, dude. Ron,
1: why would anyone invite you anywhere, you little fucking Dip shit. Uh Harry calls him out on it. He's like, It's not my fault. Uh Horace invited Hermione and me to a stupid party. We don't even fucking want to go, you know. And Ron stomps off. He's like, Well, as I'm not invited to any parties, I think I'll go to bed. This fucking baby bitch boy. I thought he was past this phase. Uh and then some chick comes up to him with a message. Uh he's like, Oh, is this from Professor Slughorn? She's like no from Professor Snape because Slughorn had ran up when he invited them Harry was like oh I got detention with Snape and and old Horace was like oh, I'll get you out of that shit I'll take care of it and he walks off so then she tells him uh Snape says you're to come to his office at half past 8 tonight to do your detention no matter how many party invitations you've received <laughs> Also, he wanted you to know you'll be sorting out rotten flobber worms from good ones to use in potions. And he says there's no need to bring protective gloves. <laughs> Which is just real good. Real funny stuff. Fuck you, Harry. And uh, That's the end of the chapter. Uh, like I said, there's... These chapters are not dragging on and on for forever. They're kind of getting to the point. They're doing what they need to there's still you know it's still school stuff yeah and i complained a lot about the school stuff in the last book but that because that's just it just went on and on and on for forever and this one just i I feel like this one is moving at a bullets pace compared to the last book
0: yeah uh you you will feel like that honestly it's not it's not gonna let up it this is this is just how this book is sure it's it's a lot of fun yeah it's great
1: So yeah, that's that's where we'll leave it for today. Um I, I, definitely the highlight was you know going into the pensive. That was really good stuff. Um I am obviously intrigued by who Mr. Prunce is. I I think I'm gonna stick with Voldy as as my leading candidate for now.
0: Solid candidate.
1: Um and uh and yeah, I, I, I hope we get more pensive scenes because those are, those are always fun, like I said. Uh, yeah,
0: no, you're, you're absolutely right. It's funny because when I, I remember when this book came out. So by this time, I was like unbelievably bought into this series and like I went to the midnight book releases and yada, 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 right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I remember getting to this part uh, after having read that Harry was going to have private lessons with Dumbledore. And it was so interesting because, to me, I hyped it up in my head. I was like, oh, like, he's going to learn cool magic or, right. you know, just he's going to level up, right, So Well, that's,
1: that's, like, basically what Ron and Hermione think. And even Harry, too, right. that when they talk about it before he goes, they're like, dude, he's going to teach you all kinds of, like, fucking he's going to teach you how to summon like fucking tiamat i don't know <laughs> <laughs> right
0: uh and even as a kid obviously i care about the stuff more now like the character and mm-hmm. right. you know that type of like world building uh but even as a kid i was just like so pleasantly surprised yeah. completely caught off guard because i because it, it wasn't like learning magic right. uh but it's just so, it's so much better than that to, right. to dive into this kind of stuff. So love it.
1: And, and like we said, you know, it's, even though Harry doesn't understand it, it's, you know, it's getting to know your enemy and, and I'm sure we'll probably get, I'm guessing we'll get, you know, we kind of got Voldy's origins, his parents a little bit, and now I'm sure we'll get maybe him as a child or his time at Hogwarts, I, I can only assume and hope. Um, i can only imagine god damn it i didn't even say that <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah i like i said the the pensive chapters are always good and interesting so i look forward to those <clears throat> there so there's one there's actually two things that i
0: was gonna ask that you didn't really talk about and one of them is the liquid luck right um what do you think about it? I mean, it's a cool spell. I mean, it's a cool potion, right?
1: It's a cool potion. Like you know, the way the way old Horace describes it, it's it's pretty cool stuff. Um, I think he makes mentions about how it's like banned from all competitions like, or whatever. Right, um, right. You just he. I think he specifies to Harry like exams too. He's like just use it on a normal ass day type of thing. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, that's, you know, like I said, I, I, he hides it away. He makes mention of it. I think that he's got Imagine
0: balls. just like taking that and going and playing the lottery. Yeah, that'd be so go. rad.
1: <laughs> yeah, keep dreaming, buddy. The other thing that we didn't talk about that I bet you're thinking of is the ring.
0: uh Okay, so you know what? Actually, let's say three things.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because, yeah, we definitely
0: didn't talk about that nearly enough.
1: The ring, so this was Salazar Slytherin's ring or a Slytherin yeah. family ring, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Gaunt said. Yep. So it's, it's got to be some kind of evil artifact. And I remember specifically they said like the stone in it was cracked. Why, why
0: do you think it's inherently evil? Just because it's associated with Slytherin?
1: Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay. I'm just assuming that. Um okay. And maybe it's not. Maybe it's just some sort of powerful, magical artifact, but my current working theory is that this is what damaged Dumble's hand. Hmm. Like, Could- maybe, he, he did say he acquired it recently, and Harry said, like, oh, that was around the same time, and Dumble just kind of did his little, like, oh, He's maybe. like oh, maybe. his yeah. smile, oh, yeah, well, it was around the same time. Oh. <laughs> so maybe he hurt his hand acquiring the ring, but my, my working theory is that because the ring is cracked, I believe that there was either some kind of power in the ring, maybe like the ring manifested some, I don't know, wizard force ghost that fought him and fucked him up, but he destroyed the ring. And I don't know, some kind of magical power that Dumble was embedded in the ring. Was embedded in the ring that Dumbledore had to like fight or overcome. So, do you think
0: a- that this is like? Do you think that like that's just what this ring is, or do you think that somebody made the ring like that?
1: No, I think that that's so Raven.
0: <laughs> oh, my, I was like, wait, what?
1: I could. Oh, sorry, what was the question?
0: <laughs> you fucking idiots! I hate you. <laughs> that's fair. Um, do you think that? that is just how the ring is and like that has always been what the ring's purpose is or do you think that the ring was made to be like or like do you think that somebody put this type of magic on the ring?
1: Yes. could be could be okay, either one okay. of those i don't sure, know okay. i don't i don't have much of a th- i'm literally making up this theory as i talk it out here with right. you right so. i mean
0: that's that's part of the fun here
1: uh could be yeah one of those things oh, i mean but,
0: it, obviously it would have to be one of those <laughs>
1: <things>. <laughs> no way uh I, I i just really think that this whatever happened with this ring is how he got his injury Um, so obviously like if this is, if this is enough, like if Dumbledore getting injured and maybe being worth it is not the way right way to phrase it, but like this ring is important enough to where Dumbledore at the very least wrist injury and then did get injured, uh, acquiring it, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um and I think cracking it or whatever so this is something very important um, I just don't know what role it's going to
0: play I think just, just for the sake of my own sanity I'm going to say oh, this boy. okay I think that it's important like you said <laughs> but in more ways wow. than one Okay. And it's so good how it, it's just, fuck, how do I Is do this? this
1: the one ring
0: to rule them all? One yeah, ring to oh, bind yeah, them? Yeah, dude, here's the tie-in, man.
1: <laughs> one ring to bring them all and in See, the dark. See, you've actually
0: I been a Harry Potter fan all your life. You just didn't know it. No, 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 no.
1: Let's not defamate an incredibly good fantasy <laughs> series by comparing it to, you know. Um... No, it's uh,
0: look. You're not. En- I mean, you're wrong, but you're not entirely wrong.
1: <laughs> okay, good. Um, I'm glad I'm only a little bit wrong. I be yeah, mostly wrong. I mean,
0: you're you're not entirely wrong. Like, you're uh-huh. not you're not hitting the nail on the head.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm like clipping it. I'm clipping that nail you're, as you're, I'm you're swinging clipping wildly. The nail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what was the third thing?
0: The third thing was. I mean, it's just a small thing, but like
1: all the. Small things. Dude, what is, is this? The musical episode? This I is love just this. the music <laughs> episode.
0: Let's go, man. <laughs> um, Surprises, so during... let me know she
1: cares. <laughs> 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 what is happening?
0: Uh, I hate you. Um, I know.
1: Sorry. Continue.
0: So during the potions class. Mm hmm. We also get introduced to one of the love potions.
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah.
0: And they're Wait,
1: one of the love potions.
0: Well, it one of the strongest love potions.
1: Okay, sure. Like sure, that
0: sure. that's how it's that's how it's said. Right. Some some of our characters describe what they smell.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, Like the, like how it smells different to everybody based off. You're of
1: talking f- about Hermione? Yeah. Well both we get Harry Harry thinks in his mind what he thinks it smells like. Which and is and then what? we get it's like a fucking broom handle and shit. I don't know. I can't remember. Fuck him. <laughs> um I remember broom handle was one of them. Yeah. Uh, I, I Treacle Tarts, I think, was one mm-hmm, of them. Mm-hmm. And um, and Dix, probably. I don't know what his other one was. But mm-hmm. then we get part of Hermione's. I believe, as I recall, she said Fresh Mown Grass, which that's a good one. Fresh Mown Grass is, is a real good one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't remember what it was after that. Do you want to just... She cuts off, I know, and gets, like, embarrassed.
0: I think it's, uh, I think hers is mint toothpaste or something like no. that.
1: I would have remembered if it was like a reference to her dentist parents because that's like my favorite detail in this book.
0: No, 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 no. I think it's, uh, it's a, it's a reference to like, it's a reference to Ron. I mean, you, you already know this. You mean like you already know the Ron Hermione thing?
1: I mean, yes. I assumed like when she cut off, that's what she was about to say, but right. she didn't actually say it.
0: Um, I'm just surprised that, like, with how much you love, like, the fucking teen romance stuff that you weren't like, hey, what Well, is you that know,
1: like? I very much do not approve of this one. <laughs> no, I know, but Hermione was
0: not the only one who was describing what they smelled.
1: Wait, you're talking about Harry? Possibly. What was his third one? I can't I don't remember. know, man. I
0: get razzle-dazzle, oh, I guess. Oh, my
1: God. Well, now I have to look. <laughs> I don't remember it sticking out as being, like, important in my mind. I think you're full of shit. I'm pretty sure it was dicks. It
0: definitely could have been.
1: Something flowery he might have smelled at the burrow. Mmm. How'd you find it so fast? I'm fucking amazing. What do you want
0: from me? I mean, you're alright.
1: I mean, you're alright. That's somehow the meanest thing you've ever said to me. Because <laughs> it was so sincere. <laughs> uh, so could it
0: be like a mother's love? It
1: could be. That's that's what popped into my head is like something that reminds him of Molly. Because um, Molly is his surrogate mother. Um, Could be Fleur. Fleur's staying at the burrow now too, for all I know.
0: Yeah, no, you, um, you're
1: right. Ellie. Um, I I don't know. I
0: don't. Scott, for everybody. What? For everybody listening, Scott grabbed his phone in a frantic earlier and was like, now, now I got to look. Now I got to read this shit. He reads it. We talk about it. He puts his phone down in a panic and then we're silent. And then he's just like, give me my fucking phone. He
1: goes back to look at it.
0: I think he knows that there's supposed to be more to this.
1: I just I it's Harry. I don't care enough to speculate okay, that. It's Harry you don't carry? His fucking what he loves.
0: I'm real sad he didn't laugh at my joke. Which one? I just said it's Harry you don't carry. Oh, I literally did not hear
1: it. That's so stupid. Yeah, but it's great, isn't it? Uh sure. Sure, buddy. Absolutely, um,
0: fuck. Well, dude, this was uh, this was a fun batch. I mean, it Hell was yeah. it was lighthearted, but like also good, good stuff. Uh, just like you said, I mean, it's moving moving at a good pace.
1: Yeah, and it would have been forty minutes long if I had stopped where you wanted me to stop.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. It, like when we were getting into the last chapter, it was like an hour and ten minutes in, and I was like, holy shit! Had we only done the three chapters? I said. <laughs> This would have been a 30-minute episode, dude. Your planning
1: is shit, my guy. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fuck me, but also uh, super fuck you. Also, yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, that, that, that'll learn you to teach me or send me your fancy PowerPoint Excel sheets from now on.
0: Yeah, fuck my Excel sheets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: um.
0: Well, I think that's going to do it for us. Did you have anything else, Scotty? No, nope,
1: that was it that was it uh i'll just reiterate uh enjoying this book a lot more than the opening parts like nothing has like blown me away blown me away yet but it's been enjoyable um and it's it's so far it feels like it's moving much faster than
0: yeah i mean dude somehow you're already 200 and something pages in
1: yeah i know i think i'm it's i'm like close to a third of the way through that's like
0: that, that's nuts man so. that's you've got to be more than that
1: no? yes yeah. spoiler alert uh turns out that old order of the phoenix was way too long
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i think you're yeah you're right about a third you're right yeah um,
1: i know i'm right fucking uh au- not audible. all
0: right all right kindle all tells right.
1: me you little dick
0: Anyway, that's gonna do it for us tonight. We we appreciate you guys hanging out with us, um, and just uh, you know, diving into this book with Scotty Westside and yours truly.
1: This is a flawless outro. <laughs> I, I love know, it.
0: I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know what to do with
1: my hands. <laughs> Oh
0: shit! Fucking shit, man! Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We we truly appreciate it. Uh, Hit us up on the Twitter, on the Instagram at we don't want a pod. Leave us a review. Tell a friend, especially fucking tell your grandma. Your grandma's gotta know. Grandma's grandma's gotta fucking know, especially uh, if like her teeth come out of her mouth, like she's got dentures.
1: Nope, nope, nope.
0: Yep, that's tell Neville's grandma
1: grandma, because she needs to know
0: tell me baby (laughs) girl god damn it
1: (laughs) (laughs) one more for the gipper
0: fuck yes dude um like I said tell a friend tell a family member uh to check us out it does mean a lot and uh go to the iTunes podcast app and leave us a five star review but also if you think we're shit which like that probably is absolutely the case Mm -hmm. you could leave us a one star review um I think that's gonna do it for us. We hope uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode, and we will see you next time.